Rural Focus. It is Troy with Rural Focus. As we mentioned yesterday, uh, a record year for Aussie land exports for 2023 with the annual flows coming in some 15% higher than the previous record year. The man who's, uh, well, crunched all the numbers from episode3.net analyst Matt Dalgleish does join us for the first time in 2024. Mate, uh, hello there to you and happy new year to you. G'day, Troy. Happy new year. Thanks for having me back. Was this a bit surprising for you, mate, or you sort of expected um... this? Oh, look, the, the lamb one, um, it took a little bit to fire up. The first half of the year, it was kind of average flows. But yeah, from about winter, we could see that the, there was beginnings of some very uncharacteristically strong demand through winter. So there, yeah, by about three quarters of the way through the year in, in the lamb side of the export market, we could see it was going to be a pretty bumpy year by that September. But um, the mutton side, that, that's another one that was mm. equally uh, very strong. Um, you could pretty much that was strong all year. Um, and, and you said at the outset that lamb was 15% higher mm. than its previous peak. Mutton was about 13% higher than its yeah, previous right. peak in terms of volume. So both both of those two export products had significantly strong years in 2023. Where was the main destinations, mate? Where, um, you know, I think there was about four or five major destinations for the Aussie lamb export? Yeah, the big ones for lamb, the two main big ones are China and yep. the USA yep. are, the, are the main. They take about 40% between them combined of, of Australian lamb exports. And then when it comes to mutton, it's pretty much dominated by China in its entirety. Um, in 2023, China took 46% of our exports, nearly 47% actually. So, mm. um, yeah, China takes a huge amount of the mutton mm. side. Uh, the interesting one was Papua New Guinea for me, mate. I didn't really know that there was many exports into Papua New Guinea. Yeah, lamb's one that's yeah. been growing in the yeah. last year. So um, Papua New Guinea are the fourth biggest um, destination for Australian lamb, and they've been they've been in that fourth spot for about two or three years now. Yeah, right so. Yeah, they've been slowly up and coming and take a few of the, the cheaper belly cuts and stuff, but they, they yeah, there's, there's a significant appetite there. And it's one that does surprise people. People don't realise yeah, we have no. a, a significant red meat trade relationship with, with, um, with Papua New Guinea. Because I know that uh, there's been a few exports, I think, left here for Saudi Arabia. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, so the Saudis are, are pretty big in the in the mutton space. Yeah, yeah. They, take, they take a lot of mutton. Um, and they've Look, you know, they used to be a big player in the live sheep game up until 2012, and obviously just recently they've started taking mm. live sheep again mm. for the first time since 2012. But all through that period from 2012 to now, they continued to take Australian box product, and mutton was a key proponent, you know, part of that. Um, and they, they tend to prefer... Yeah, in the Middle East are quite price sensitive when it comes to sheep meat, whether it's lamb or mutton. Um, and so, yeah, the Saudis are, are a big consumer of live sheep animals, but they're also um, a big consumer of box product as well, whether it's lamb or mutton. What about producer sentiment here, mate? Uh, especially from over here, we know with what's going on with WA. Uh, what does that look like, say, going forward? Uh, yeah, look, I think it's it's quite different in yep. the west to the east. You guys have had such a drier period, yeah, and obviously yeah. uh, in some areas battling some pretty horrific-looking bushfires, and yeah. you know you've had you've had quite a few uh, what, let's call them disruptions to the rural sector yep, over yep. there. You know, you've had issues with um, obviously the native title situation, <laughs> or the or the you know that that got resolved, yep. um, you know, favourably for farmers. But you've had you know issues around I think gun licensing. You've had issues obviously with live export. Just about everything, the, mate. <laughs> yeah, the season's been pretty pretty tough one in terms of the dryness. So yeah, I think confidence in the West is, is still a bit shaky, and, and particularly in that sheep meat space mm, mm. Um, with the uncertainty around live export. That that 
causing a few um, issues there in terms of how do you plan for something you don't know what's happening. Yeah, so it'd be nice to see a bit of clarity uh, from the government on that as we move through 2024. Um, Yeah, it's very different in the east. We've had a lot more rainfall. We're in a different marketplace. We don't have to rely on live export like you guys do. So for us, it's been, you know, there were some issues with confidence through the year, but we've recovered pretty strongly um, and pricing's reflecting that. But in, in the west, I think you're still struggling a bit with confidence, I'd say, in the livestock space. I think that's the big thing, isn't it, really? Uh, just the confidence. Uh, that's what I'm hearing around. And uh, people just want to know, as you said, uh, about this uh, report that Murray Watts got, but hasn't mentioned anything about it as yet. Yeah, it's the uncertainty and, and the, the timeline and what, you know, mm. what is the government going to yeah. do in terms of assistance packages? You know, what, what are they going to do in terms of developing yeah. new yeah. markets? What are they going to do in terms of supporting you know, abattoirs in WA to, to, to you know, deal with the increased capacity if we phase out LiveX? So there's a lot of you know, at the moment, unanswered questions, and yeah. also the timeline is is the issue too. Is it going to be a two year or three year phase out? Is it going to be a fifteen year or a twenty year phase out? You know, or anything in between. So it's the uncertainty uh, when you're trying to plan forward and figure out what you're doing for this year with regards to breeding programs or what kind of stock you're running or what kind of enterprise mix between cropping and animals. You know, there's a lot of lot of decisions have to be made, and and knowing a bit more certainty about what the government's plans are would be handy. So uh, going forward with uh, the Aussie lamb and mutton exports money, as we know, China, USA, UAE, Papua New Guinea. Is there a destination that may surprise us going forward? Oh, look, I think it's, it's a growing one at the moment. Mm. But, you know, with, with the UK and the free trade agreement there, we are seeing the beginnings of an increase in flows to the UK from Australia again. So yep. that's that's a market I think we've got to keep an eye on, not just for this year, but as we go through the decade, I guess, um, you know, the, the tariff arrangement is going to become more and more favourable each year we progress. Um, and eventually we get to a, a, a you know, totally free tariff arrangement uh, with, with, with no quotas on the product. So um, that's a market that has a lot of potential. Um, we're still working through an agreement with the EU, so that might be a potential. And then the other one that's an early early kind of days yet as well is India. We've got a free trade agreement with sheep meat into India. And again, it's early days, like I yep. said, but India could become another China, in my view. Um, certainly they've got the population for it yeah, um, yeah. And, and they eat sheep meat as well. So, yeah, that's one to keep an eye on, not just for this year, but as things progress into future years, I think that could be, you know, really, a really positive prospect for for the sheep may produce a longer term. All right, we'll keep a, uh, a close eye on that going forward. Mate, uh, thank you for that update this morning. Nice to have you back on Rural Focus for 2024. Thanks, Troy. Take care.